So I left my frown in the wind Hard, I tried, never try it again Cause these niggas is lying again I'm a black lion, I roll like a tire Girl, in my dreams, I don't sleep, I don't find her If they sleep and they need a reminder This is for niggas who think we minor Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to the show, I see things a little differently I'm the Soul Chemical, this is your Wednesday show And we're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy today Volume 3, the final chapter in <clears throat> the swan song For uh, Drax the Destroyer Um... Who else? Looks like it's gonna be Mantis, Nebula, um, James Gunn, who is the one that uh, uh, came and put these characters on the map, and uh, it's 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 this story is so fitting. Is it a perfect trilogy? I don't think anything's a perfect trilogy, personally. <clears throat> I do think we've gotten close to that, though. I think hell the last I think the four uh John Wick movies have been very very good and fitting. Um I think the Guardians of the Galaxy films with the fact that they've had to work within the Marvel universe and James Gunn has not been able to do everything I'm sure he's wanted to. We've never heard him complain like we did with Josh Whedon, but the fact that we've haven't really been able to we know he didn't have full control of everything. What he did in this trilogy was amazing. What he did, and it, obviously the themes of his shows are, and movies are family. That's clearly something to him. The music, he clearly writes the, uh, the music into his scripts. <clears throat> um, but this, this, what do the kids say? The kid, this hit different. This was a true finale. Everyone thought that people were going to die. No one died. And also what he did was he kept it focused on the Guardians. Think about what we've seen the first two Guardians movies and the Guardians special, all sorts of shit. We've seen cameos galore. We've seen um, a lot of just extracurricular stuff that is Easter eggs that are just really cool. <clears throat> this, no, this was strictly story-based. Rocket was the main focus while we got a proper conclusion to everyone's story. Now, yeah, you can say it's loose ends. I don't think there was enough time to cover all the loose ends. Like, we never, we, we don't get a conclusion fully to the Drax story. But at the end of the day, like, we see his his impact with kids. As Nebula said, you weren't born to be a destroyer you were born to be a dad um mantis walks off into the sunlight we will get this we will get star lord returning so chris pratt is still will still be a part of the marvel um universe or if someone's recast they'll, they'll be a part of it um we got f-bomb which was pretty funny i i didn't see that coming um <clears throat> the story just worked i think this is a top 10 marvel movie in my opinion and I thought about it. I've had over a week to think about it. I've been waiting to record this episode. And <clears throat> we're not going to do a play-by-play. If you guys want play-by-play, go to New Rock Stars or whoever else. We're just going to go here and just talk about... The reason why I think it's a top ten movie is because I feel like the villain was top... Even the villain didn't die. 
villain guys come up in, but the, even the villain didn't die. We didn't see him die on screen, air quotes. No air quotes, you can see me doing air quotes. But um, <clears throat> I thought the way the high, the high evolutionary was played, I don't know his name. I know it's like a, a French name or whatever it is. He was also in Peacemaker. But like the fact that like he played it so perfectly, he was clearly a psychopath, clearly crazy. Um, but it was played so perfectly when he would go manic, when he would lose his mind, when he would do this, when he would do that. It just all fit together. And when then we got to see the, the Rocket's origin story and you get to fall in love with his first family. And you see why he was so cold in the way he was in the first two films. You know, like we don't actually get to see when he meets Groot. But uh, cause remember when we met Groot, we met Groot's father. Technically, this is not the same Groot that we have met. Remember, Groot gave himself up at the end of Volume 1. And then the person that was born after him was a son. They're not, you know, the same thing. Not the same person. And then we see, I think I think that by the end of this film we see, is it Ultimate Groot? It's <clears throat> it's like King Groot or Ultimate Groot or something like that. It's who we're meeting. But um, we don't see that part. We see Lila. We see Tooth. We see Floor. Um, and so it's like one of those situations where... Um, It was good. Still get the origin in there, and it didn't. Nothing felt forced. It all felt so natural, and you knew. It's funny because even in the air quotes dying scene, when Rocco was like, "Hey, can I come?" and Lyle was like, "Yeah, but not now. You have more work to do." She sent him back to Earth or whatever, and he woke up. Like you see, I don't know, man. It was so, you 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 see the little details there were. He doesn't realize he's dead. If he goes into that sunlight, he will be dead for good. And she had to send him back. And so, um, we, he's, there's a kill switch in him. And you, you see how, how evolutionary, like, he tried to perfect things. We're doing air quotes again. And we do air quotes a lot. And you see that his world is, looks just like regular world. And I love how Star Lord. As High Evolution has given his master plan, he's like, I don't give a shit. You're just mad about the way things are. Like, I loved how you just cut him off and said that. And I don't know, man. This was like, I don't, I haven't watched all of James Gunn's stuff, so I'm not going to sit here and do that. I, I think this is probably his best work, though, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, though. <clears throat> I definitely feel like this is his best work. And then everything fits. You see, like, Howard the Duck in there. You see Cosmo, which had a she had a huge huge part in it. We got a, a, a Yondo return for a second. Use your heart, boy. Um, it it was overall just amazing. And I remember watching it, saying to myself, "Holy shit, this has the feeling of finality." And Adam Warlock, I know people didn't like, I know some people didn't like how Adam Warlock was. Um, he technically was a baby, and they, they, they said that by when um, his mom said, you pulled him out of his cocoon too soon. Like, he, he technically was a child. So, I get it, you know, um, I wasn't really mad about it, nothing to be mad about. Um, kind of, the ending was telegraphed to me. The ending was definitely telegraphed for me. I was like, oh, Adam Warlock's going to try to kill him the entire movie, and then how he makes up for it as the end, which he did by saving Star-Lord. 
Um, I, I do think the new Guardians lineup is interesting. You have Rocket, Groot, Adam Warlock, Yondo, and I can't remember what the short chick's name is. Um, I forgot her name in the comics. But um, that's an interesting lineup, which means Guardians will be back. But they don't need to be back because they, they will need to be back. And also, you know what the other thing is? This was smart on not just James Gunn. Well, I'm not going to say James Gunn. This was smart on Kevin Feige. Literally, there was no mention of a multiverse. That is, to me, what sets the Guardians franchise apart from everything else. Everything has been their world. Nothing is forced onto their world. I hope they continue that trend because James Gunn's gone now. I don't think we're going to get another Guardians movie, personally, because... I think James Gunn's doing like we can really can helm those movies like the way we, we got them and that in, 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 in inclination inclination incarnation excuse me, um, <clears throat> but um, yeah man like that was a I don't you know what I'm gonna say it that was a perfect fucking movie. that was a ten out of ten. I can't think of anything I really had a problem with. It was longer than I expected, but it needed to be every all the details that had to go into it. It had to be. Now the post credit scene, I didn't get that post credit, the final post credit scene, um, but that was their way of saying Starlo was gonna return. Um, I don't know, dude. I thought it was perfect. I don't know. I have nothing bad to say about it. Um, for me, it's all. It's, for me, it's all good. I'm looking forward to. Um, this has me actually. Be honest with you. To say this moving forward, because now this is the second Marvel movie this year. We have not had any Marvel series this year yet. Next month will come Secret Invasion. Okay? I feel like I feel like this could set things off. I had no, for the record, I had no problems with Ant-Man, just for the record. I enjoyed it. I could tell there was a I could tell there was a bunch of reshoots though. So if I had any problems with it, it was more because of the reshoots and the fact that they messed with this film so heavy, heavily. Um otherwise I didn't have any problems with Ant-Man. Um, I always said that in my review. I liked it. I wish it was just kinda of, I, I I could tell the direction they were going. And I could t- you could tell that Ant-Man and the Wasp were supposed to be stuck in the quantum realm. And not what happened to Kang. Um, but otherwise, I had no problems with it. I just wish they were like, kind of like let the vision go. But then again, visions change. So we don't know why. But we're getting Loki this year. We're getting Secret Invasion. Uh, this, to me, could set up a, a, a term of events. We know Secret Invasion has six episodes, one hour each. This could set up... The term events for the rest of this year to where it can lead off and kickstart into the MCU that um, most people know and love. I still like the MCU. I have no problems with it. I do agree with some people when they say stuff like um, that it lost its focus. This movie didn't put anything in focus but the story, which is fine. It was in focus. I'm, I'm wondering where Secret Invasion is going to go, though. Loki's going to bring us back to the, the multiverse. So we still might be bounced all over the place like a freaking basketball, but this could get things kickstarted to have a great year for Marvel, rest of the year for Marvel. So that is my take on it. I give it a ten out of ten, top ten Marvel movie. I'm not, I don't rank. You know, you guys know how I feel about rankings, but 
it's definitely my top 10. So, anyways, that is the show. I'll talk to you guys next Monday. I am Soap Chemical, and I am out.